You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 137 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories, Philly Phil, featuring special guest who's back for the Cowboys, Spanos. Thank you, boys. Thank you to everybody that has tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. We have hoodies, tanks, t-shirts, and long sleeves. If you need one, send us a message. We are working on our website. It'll be up shortly. What's Welcome up, back, bro. Welcome, Welcome back, back dude. Thank you for having me. Welcome so, back, man. I just want to tell you two things. One, my son wants one of these stickers. Oh, absolutely. And number two, if the Cowboys win uh-huh. this weekend, you're two and zero with that sticker on here. So off. it's coming off, <laughs> yeah. and it's going outside. In the, especially, in the especially if it's against the Eagles, you can't have that. Yeah. No, it's fine if they get there. I don't mind if they win this weekend. I, but I'm saying it's got to come off because yeah. I'm superstitious. That's fair. And if they're playing, well, they will play the Eagles. But anyway, where you guys want to start tonight? We're going to do some daily news. Let's do it. All right. Let's do daily news. Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show, says some weird shit again. Um, I think it was taken out of context, though. He said in the right situation, he could be an MVP again. I agree with him. No, in the right situation, you should want to be a Super Bowl MVP again. That's I, different. No, but MVP I think- is, an, is, an, uh, is an individual award. It's a team sport. Yeah. I hate the quote. I hated it. As soon as he said it, I said, this guy is really all about himself. He don't care about winning Super Bowls. He only, I mean, it's, it's evident he hasn't been there in like 13 years, so he doesn't care that much to go back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an individual award. I'm not with that shit, bro. Like, it's a team game. It is. See, I didn't take the quote literal like that. I took it as he was saying that he could play in an MVP level and the team could compete. That's how I took that. I didn't take it as him saying, like, strictly he could win MVP. Like, I know Gronk jumped on him, and I know a bunch of people were jumping on him about it. But I don't think that he actually meant just, I can win the MVP. I thought that he meant that he could play at an MVP level, which then would result in team success. Because generally, when you're an MVP, your team is very good. See, I think now with how popular podcasts are and, like, the long-form conversations, stuff gets taken. So Everything gets chopped up so you know, like the Parsons thing a couple weeks ago with the, with the Hertz opinion, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't even think Rogers meant it in a negative connotation, but of course that's how people are going to take it because of the way he fizzled out at the end of the season and, and didn't play his best ball. And then I don't know. I don't, I don't love it, but at the same time, I like that players are doing podcasts and stuff. And I like when they're being, I do too. I actually love the era. 
yeah of the player podcast yeah because you get to actually see their personality and they're real they're talking about like i never feel like it's it's authentic and it's raw in there they never go on there and i feel like they're lying right because like who watches a post-game conference like a press conference and then just goes like everything they said was definitely like how they're feeling like you know they're so buttoned up and polished most of them they get coached on like what to say at the time and if you go across you know if you go against that you look like an asshole so it's like usually like yes we played as hard as we could yeah you just say the generic bullshit but when you go on a podcast you're talking like the one that got me actually really into it was the draymond green show because draymond green would go go on he got kicked out of a game and went and did his podcast in his hotel room immediately after and was talking about yeah he's addressing it was just so it was so real in the moment um did you guys ever see all the smoke with Matt Lawrence that. and Steven Jackson. Yeah. I've actually had those. They are awesome. Podcast. They yeah, are. I they're they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's like the old school mentality mixed in with the new guys and stuff. And they just they're like a wealth of knowledge for basketball. So for basketball fans, it's it's just it's huge. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, like they have Magic Johnson, they have Charles Barkley coming on. So it's, I, I it's like funny that you said that too. Like, um, you know, they go up to the press conferences and you could tell they're kind of bullshitting. Yeah. Like Tom Brady would talk, he would go up there and you know he was fucking lying his ass off. He would talk about like a three-win jet team saying they had like great oh, corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have good corners, their defensive line is really is really uh stout. This, that, or you know, they're very they're very tough to to uh score on like something stupid yeah, and it's like, like bro, bro you're, you're gonna, gonna wax it. the yeah, floor on it bro right. like you know what i mean so i i do agree with that but the podcast game is so changed now because you could be real as shit man because you're with awesome. your friends right so it's like all right if you say something negative you're not by yourself really because you're in you're like it's actually on that podcast so like the people that are on the podcast kind of tag along with you right to a it's degree an, and yeah. it's a new way to analyze what people are saying so like now like how how you took it and then how you took it was kind of different. And then now everybody's just kind of going one way or the other, as opposed to where I just, I don't think it meant it should be as blown up as it was. I think it should just be more or less taken with, I think he wants to, to still play and play at a high level. I don't think he wants to be a game manager or anything. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers, uh, not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. You're a truth teller. Yeah. I'm an Aaron Rodgers truth teller. I just like, for me though, Green Bay did wrong by him. Yes. They never really got him. They never went out and got him a big name. Agreed. I mean, like they got Sammy Watkins, but <laughs> come on, fam. Sammy Watkins. We're not gonna do that here. Yeah, that's Sean Daniels that's draft. Their, that's just their MO, though. They never spend money in free agency. They I feel like they trade, they always have a lower draft pick. They never like go make a big splash and try to get a top five. I, I never feel like they're trading like their third and fourth rounders with a second to move into the right. first round right. or move up in the second. Like I never felt like they did that. Like Devontae Adams, when he came out of school, he wasn't that good. Yeah, wasn't he a lower like he was a first round pick? Yeah, no, he wasn't. And then he but he was like like mid when he came in and then he popped. He off, yeah. Now I don't know if Christian I mean Christian Watson looks like that next guy. I mean, obviously we'll see time will tell on yeah. that. Come or at the end. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't go back, is he gonna look like that? <laughs> Correct. There's a difference. Yeah, we'll, so we'll the quarterback matters. We'll know a lot about Jordan Love. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. No doubt. Um, next up, I wanted to talk about Trey Lance. What do you think about him uh sending out that tweet? Or sending out that Instagram story about uh, what's his face going to Tennessee. See, I think that's blown out of proportion more than the Aaron Rodgers one, in my opinion. I think he was saying like "good job" or "good luck." Yeah. I don't think it meant for him to go to Tennessee, even though I, the speculation would point to that because he needs. That's like everyone's assuming right now that Brock Purdy beat Dallas, go to Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl because the defense is great, and then he's going to be their quarterback. But right. I don't necessarily think it was like that. I don't think so either. I'm with you. I think it was just like more of like a, a respect kind of thing. Yeah, like, like yo, yeah. I'm giving you love. Like, yo, good luck. You know what I mean? Like, 
Best oh. of luck. You got a new a new job. That's that's like if you have a friend, right? You congratulate them on a new job, regardless. Like e even if you work with coworkers that leave the company that you're with, you're gonna congratulate them. It's like, yeah, hey man, I'm happy for you. You know, best of luck. I wish you the best of everything. So for me, that's kind of how I took it. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's just my person. I was the same way. I thought that, I mean, that's another piece of news that I thought was like, all right, you're taking it out of context and you're assuming. I think, yeah, it's, I agree with you guys both on that. Like it most likely he was cool with that guy and then, you know, just kind of giving him some, some dab like on online, like publicly. Mm -hmm. But that being said, you already know my theory about what I think is going to happen after this season. I told him he doesn't believe yeah. that, but I, it's, it's definitely not, a unflawed like there's definitely things that yeah. happen what is this but the tom brady goes to Fort, it goes to san fran so brock purdy sits backs him up in my opinion whether san francisco loses this week to dallas or next week in the nfc championship i think san francisco is going to lose one of the one of these two games you know either this week or next and i think the reason they're going to lose is a defense is going to expose purdy and i think people are going to have in their head. They're going to go, look at this team. It's so complete. They have a great offensive line, a top defense, mm -hmm. all these weapons all over the field. What are they missing? A quarterback. Can you rely on Trey Lance next year? He's coming off of an injury. It was he that good to begin with. Then Jimmy G is going to go test free agency. He's probably not going to be back. They're probably going to roll with Purdy unless they have an opportunity to get the goat. Why wouldn't they do that? That's going to, that's a cash cow right there. We could get Brady. And Brady doesn't have to put the team on his back and do anything crazy. He could just and they got great nursing homes in yeah, California. Yeah, it's he, could, he, exactly. he could ice his knees exactly. the game. <laughs> now, he go, there well, he, he would have a TB12 center there. Built you're right. There you're right. Before he even got to San Francisco. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. But yeah, no, I knew T B A A R P. Listen, you know, me and you have gone back and forth throughout the years with the Brady stuff. Yeah. I'm not a Brady guy. Yeah. There's no way the football gods are gonna allow me to have end of tom brady be a raping in the playoffs against the cowboys yeah no way he's going to come back and i think he's going to go to a better situation than tampa or tampa just reloads one or the other they just got rid of byron Leftwich. yes i saw that um which i talked to we talked about this a few episodes ago and i said like that sucks for him because he turned down the jags head coaching job and he's probably not going to get a head coaching offer for a long time well he did that because he didn't like the owner that's the reason why he turned it down. Yeah. Doug or, or no, I'm sorry, that's the owner, the GM. The GM that was in place. Shad he did not. No, he's the owner. Okay. Who's the GM? The GM. I I am not I'm not sure. I forget who it is, but he didn't he didn't like that situation. So okay. he bailed and he was like, All right, well, I have one more year with the GOAT. I could build my resume even more and then go get a job that I actually really want and I can desire. So that's kind of how I took it. Did he make a mistake? Yes, because Anytime you get an opportunity to be a head coach, you, you got to take, take it. it. Yeah. You got to take it. And especially when you had Trevor Lawrence, too. Like, you could have actually had something something good there big, yeah. and, and build momentum. And, you know, that you, you could have said, yo, that's my quarterback. Because, yeah, you came in a year late, but you could still groom him to be your quarterback. He, so, I he think gambled. he made a big mistake. He yeah, gambled absolutely. on he thought they might get another Super Bowl run with that. And then on top of that, maybe he could get a better job, a better coaching job yeah. than Jacksonville. Right, because they lost to the Rams in divisional round right. that year. So yeah, he he really he really screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> like that really sucked. What do you make of uh, Brandon Staley saying that he never felt his job was in jeopardy? Because I found that is purely comical. Uh I mean, I I'm sure he had whispers, you know, in the organization that probably gave him that sense of confidence to say that. 
I don't think he felt like he was on the edge. I don't think he felt like he was on the brink. You know, I, I feel like you feel that like in your job, like you would feel like you're on the brink. Like if I fuck up here, I'm out. You know, like I know that, you know what I mean? I make too many mistakes. You feel that, bro. You know what I mean? Like the pressure and everything. I've been feeling it for about 10 years ever since I started working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean though? That feeling, bro, like that fucking gut-wrenching feeling where you're like, damn, if I don't perform well, and and this and like in this month or the next project, I am fucking can't for him. So I gotta perform my best. But like I feel like he had that like security blanket over him where he just he felt the need that he 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 was confident enough where he felt like he wasn't going anywhere. And that could be due to the relationships he has in that building. So that's kind of how I took it. So I, I don't I don't again I'm not gonna overblow that um that story there because like to me. Maybe he, he maybe there was a feeling that he had and that he felt he felt safe. So I'm I'm gonna go with that, to be honest. I'm just not in the Brandon Staley uh camp. No. I think he's gonna the Chargers are really, really playing with fire with the talent that they have at quarterback. I literally as one of my notes, I, I put a picture of his face and I said, Look at this guy's fucking face. Look at it. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> it screams I only scored three points in the second half, and I only won about like half of the games with my super talented. Chargers. Team. We were saying this. I said this last night <clears throat> on Tuesday. Justin Herbert's a top ten talent, absolutely, but he's not a top five quarterback. He's a top five talent, to be honest. Justin Herbert's arm talent is up there with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. That's how good and he's young. His talent young. is. But you know, at the end of the day, you have to win. You have to perform, and that he's he's got to wear that twenty seven nothing blown lead for until he makes a conference championship game or something like that. He because again, dude. You, Win losses when they said like people say oh win losses aren't a stat like they are that's what you play the game for now within context right they're not everything but you have to don't waste Justin Herbert he is too skilled of a player to be stuck with a defensive coordinator that doesn't that doesn't really know situational football or the Chargers are notorious for just wasting talent they had some of those really good Philip Rivers teams back in the yeah. day mm -hmm. you know Sean Merriman a couple of years when he was like defensive player of the lights year. out baby yeah like, yeah, so, yeah. Man, it's celebration they, they bro talent they, they kind of remind me of the AFC version of the Cowboys they usually yeah. have a lot of hype they have a lot of talent and then they don't really do anything at yeah. the end of the day and then you're like when is this ever going to change? And then this yeah. year it was the same old, same old. And you're like, Jesus, dude, when are they going to get it together? <laughs> I know. That really is the truth with the Chargers, too. And like, because I'm not a Philip Rivers fan. And I laugh all the time because I'm like, yeah, he has all these stats. And it's like, dude, you're 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 the only guy that's ever had the first ranked offense and defense and missed the playoffs. Like my my memory of Philip Rivers is throwing the interception to lose the game. That's how I remember him. A guy that couldn't perform in the clutch. I was back and forth with Rivers. I felt like I respect his like dog in him like he was kind of an asshole at times oh yeah you know I mean? that i did love because yeah. i love competitive yeah, I, love, like I like that i love he the loved, competitive he loved playing yeah. quarterback yeah. bro yeah. Like, and, yeah. and having kids apparently yeah. 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 yeah that i did love about him yeah. but i'm you just love saying. sex yeah, yeah. 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 he likes getting busy love what? with that good for that but yeah, but yeah i i don't Do you know. think I he's a hall of famer he's very borderline i would probably say no but at the same time the hall of fame you see people that get in and you're like really like he got in the bar look low. at his stat. Yeah, like it's lower. Because you know what's actually a good comparison? I just thought of this. You have a lot of people that think now Matt Stafford's a Hall of Famer because he, he won the Super ring. Bowl. Right. And now Matt Stafford was very similar to Rivers in terms of he has all the stats, the yards, the touchdowns, all that. But he has the ring now. So it's like, all right, well, those are two very comparable players. I just I literally just thought that because me and Nick have talked about before where I said, like, in my opinion, if you're gonna put Phil Rivers in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. 
how do you not put Donovan McNabb? Right. Donovan McNabb didn't have talent like Phillip Rivers did, mm-hmm. but Donovan McNabb was in a Super Bowl and five NFC championship games. Phillip Rivers has the stats, but I'd rather have Donovan McNabb's career. But Phillip Rivers was in a conference with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah. So was Ben Roethlisberger. And, ben, and Big Ben. Them. Like, yeah. that is like... It's tough. They're Goliaths, bro. Ben, like, they're, yo. they're all-time greats in a, in a same conference. Roethlisberger got two of them things, though. I know, because Big Ben was really him. I think I actually say, to me, Big Ben is the most underrated quarterback of the 2000s. I agree. I think a lot of people look at his later in his career and, and judge him off that instead of his earlier career because he was able to run. He was putting he, – he, he could throw the ball better than anybody in, in the league. Like, he was great, bro. He was, I, I, yeah, I was, he was I a was dual a threat. Yeah. He really was back then. So, I think people kind of judge him based on now you know what i mean so yeah. like whether it's fair or not you know but i like yeah. rivers better than roethlisberger i thought he was better but to play devil's advocate roethlisberger did have the worst super bowl performance in a win ever, ever. against like, he had like a 17 quarter yeah it wasn't the was it the packers no, steelers, no they lost the Packers. those steelers defenses were legit yeah like they know how to draft receivers and build defense they're they talking about the game against the seahawks yes yeah. Okay. I That's think I think statistically yeah. it was the worst ever quarterback rating. Like that was his first one too, right? In a win, the and Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks was his first one. The second one was the Antoine. The, the Antoine Randall had a touchdown pass that game, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one Super Bowl he did well the against Cardinals uh, well. the Cardinals. Cardinals. That, that's the that's the Santonio Holmes throw, right? The best throw yeah, out of that was that was very nice. But the first Super Bowl, he kind of just won by default. Where it was running. Hell was that? Yeah, it was all running. So I mean, yeah, I'm the same way, but interesting on the Philip Rivers stuff. I'm a Philip Rivers guy, you know that. You so. and my dad, bro. I don't understand it. We smoke good and we and we know our shit. <laughs> yeah, I, wrong with that. I, couple, I, shout out I feel like I've been fighting with my dad about Philip. Me and my brother have been fighting with my dad about Philip Rivers. I mean, probably since we're I don't know if that's a game into the league. 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad was a Philip Rivers fan and Tony Romo. They were very similar. They had a weird, they both had very good stats for a long time. I well, Rivers, I think, was supposed to be yeah. legit. And Romo was kind of a nobody and then just made a name for himself. Yeah, it sucks with Romo too, because <laughs> Romo is another one, ultra talented. It was just like in that moment, like the Seahawks when he fumbles the snap and he throws the now granted it was a catch to Des Bryant. The injuries really but, really killed him. But yeah, his shoulder, right? Yeah. Your mom commented, Daddy said Rivers is going right to the Hall of Fame. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, man. That's my that's, that's my guy. Yo. Yeah, I just don't what know. up, boo? Yeah. <laughs> that's my dude, man. I just don't know how you judge quarterbacks these days because some people are all predicated off of rings. Some people are all the, then they get in trouble and they're just only the stats guy. So it's like I feel like it's the most overrated but important <laughs> position that the way things get judged. It's I'm a so, body of work guy. Like, I I take into account numbers. I take into account winning. I take into account when you need that galvanizing moment. Can you make the throw? And I felt like with McNabb, I felt like McNabb struggled. I felt like with Rivers, Rivers struggled. But for me, just to, you know, in in context, for me with McNabb, McNabb did have playoff success. Yeah. Granted, he lost four straight NFC Championship games, but, you know, he was there. So to be considered in the Hall of Fame, you need at least one ring. I that's what I, that's what I'm getting the vibe from you too. Is that if no. you win the Super Bowl, your chances of being a Hall of Fame player or perspective of somebody is the Super Bowl. It should open the door, but then Correct. you have your examples of like Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco. Yeah, you know Nick Foles, right? Like, Eli, well, Eli's kind of borderline, but I still wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame even with his two rings because his interceptions were insane. 
He's a 500 quarterback. But but in the moment, he had two. Eli was the man. He beat the goat twice. That's tough. Then you have Rodgers only has one. You know, Dan Marino had zero. Romo had zero. Statistically, a very good quarterback. Rivers zero. Yep. McNabb zero. You're like those are some heavy hitters though from their era. Yeah. But but for me, like to get into the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. you have to like. Can you tell the story of football without Matt Ryan? You absolutely yes. Can you tell? Without those big ass losses. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell the story of football without McNabb? <laughs> yes and no. He dominated the early 2000s, man. Now I know the Cowboys had like Drew Henson and Anthony Wright. I that get it. The dark but days. Not for nothing. Tom Brady never played. He still doesn't play in a good division. So, right. but he has seven Super Bowls. So it's a little bit, a little bit different. But Peyton Manning, his division was always pretty ass. Yes. Pretty ass. Yeah. I mean, at one point they had the Texans, but they had Matt Schaub. Right. Well, Dan Marino, your mom just, just uh, said Dan Marino has no ring. Right. Dan Marino's yeah. stats still hold up today like phenomenal. Yeah. Well, the passing yards and things like that that he had in seasons, like people still compare. Now, obviously, I'm not like a historian like that. Right. I mean, I only know Dan Marino was good for my mom. Right. <laughs> Literally, because that's what yeah. my mom loves. Yeah. Um, no, so, I, I mean, I haven't looked him up in a while, and I, I probably could do it real quick, but his stats, and you know how obviously offensive oriented the league is now and the rules favor, yes the rules favor receivers and quarterbacks yep. so much more but like marino stats from the late 80s and 90s were insane it's the same thing with jerry rice yeah. i mean could you imagine yeah. like jerry rice has stats from 16 17 years ago that are still unable to be touched yeah, and that's with that's with a randy moss and a to there i mean those are two guys that you could argue are, are better than rice they're probably not but that you can you can make a compelling argument that they are so i'm but, well Marino has 61,361 total yards passing, 420 touchdowns, 252 interceptions. Yeah. Two to one. That's Philip Rivers has 63,440 yards, 421 yard uh, touchdowns, and 209 picks. That's interesting. That's interesting, fam. Yeah. 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 But Dan Marino got to a Super Bowl. Like Phil Rivers couldn't do but it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is that yeah. the galvanizing moment yes, to make you a Hall of for Fame? Me, for just me. getting there. Well, no, I don't think I don't think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I don't. I know that. I'm just saying, like, those are things though that you're when you pick, like it should be hard to get into the Hall of Fame. I agree. I I look at it like this. Was your impact on the team because of the team, or was it because of you? Like Marino, I honestly, and I'm pretty decent with football history, I can't name any of his weapons like who was his number one receiver me yeah right like who the hell who was he throwing to all yeah. those years and he put up all them stats so it's like they were clearly winning because of him and i feel that way about rogers a lot of times it's like rogers he did have adams for a couple of years but besides that he had very you can name mid receivers yeah for a year or two he was yeah. really good but like very mid receivers usually not good defenses but they were winning because of him yeah and like then there's other guys like eli where it's like well they were winning because that defense. Because that defensive yeah. line was good. That is so right. interesting, though. Like, Rivers has <clears throat> better stats, but he had better players. Right. That's what I, I will agree on that because he had Antonio Gates. LT. LT. Um, Gates was unbelievable for a long time. Who Shea else did Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he, 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 he really was with Brady. Big, yeah, yeah, no, no. Who, who Keenan McCardell. Keenan McCardell. Keenan McCardell. Yes, who yes. Was his big, he had a really big receiver, too, though, for a while. Um, <laughs> like What is his name? Insane. <laughs> It's not. It wasn't Chris Chambers. Chris Chambers was on the Dolphins, but I You're remember throwing him. some names, dude. Yeah. Oh man, who who is uh, Vincent Jackson? Vincent Jackson. Yes. 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 He died, Rusty, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yep. What was that a car accident or something? I think didn't they find him in like his hotel find, or something if, like that. Yeah, something like that. 
it's, it's a really yeah. sad story, but he exactly. was really, really good. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bucks. But yeah. So like, it's an interesting argument. Yeah. And like, I, we don't have all night to, to argue right. it, but like, I, I would make my case that Philip Rivers would be a Hall of Famer because based on those stats, based on, Mar you know, on Marino, I'm not saying he's better than Marino, yeah. but if you're going to, if you're going to go off pure talent, well, then a lot of players should make the Hall of right. Fame based off pure right. talent. Right. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. It's a it's a compelling argument, but yeah, I I definitely believe Rivers is a Hall of Famer, bro. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Well, I he he never well, won shit, right so it gets there. it goes against everything that I believe and yeah. as uh as a fan, like I believe you should you have to win. He never did, so it goes against that. But knowing the game of football and watching him, the the intensity, the passion, the leadership, like the his players really cared about him. Uh, well, you could say interceptions, but Mar yeah, Marino had more. Yeah. Didn't he have that crazy story, too? Like Which is, that's, Marino, to me, that's the craziest thing. Marino had 43 more picks yeah. than, than, than Rivers and one less touchdown. But we just talked about the talent level difference between that Dolphins team and the Chargers. That's what holds so, it against it, Rivers, is that he had a loaded team. Very similar to Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has a loaded squad. The craziest stat I've ever heard, and this is insane. San Diego, I think it was a 2000, was it 10? They had the number one offense and the number one defense and didn't make the playoffs. How is that That's possible? Crazy. That's like fantasy stuff. That's, That's how I was in uh, one of my leagues. It's like Paul's fantasy. Four, but most points against. Like, how did you lose? I came in last this year <laughs> yeah. and in the best ball, I came yeah, in first. first. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Exactly. So, yeah, that would go against his argument too. But I'm looking at the body of work. 17 straight years. Of being a, a pretty good quarterback, hey, his rookie year, he went to the Colts and brought them into the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And he right. played, he played pretty well with the Colts. Hey, Carson Wentz didn't make it. Yo, he played pretty well with the Colts actually. Sixty-eight percent completion percentage, four thousand one hundred and sixty-nine yards, twenty-four touchdowns and eleven picks on his last year. And that team is completely imploded since. Yep. Besides, Wentz kind of kept them afloat a little bit. But I mean, Rivers I would say thirty-nine years old, dude. Carson Wentz was in his. Quote but he made front. the playoffs. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Which is amazing. Yeah. So like the guy gets there, bro. Yeah. He just can't. He just he can't, can't win. Yeah. 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 It's one of those the things. The AFC was the tougher conference for a very long time. Yes, because I feel like if Philip Rivers was in the NFC, yeah, I feel like I it would have been battle between him and Donovan for for a couple Probably. Of years. And oh, and possibly Vic, you know, at the yeah. time. But yeah. who was Donovan's biggest guy? Like Hasselback for a couple of years. Hasselback, Far. Well, Rogers would have been in play, Rogers right? I guess in yeah. his late in the 2010s. You know. Well, I mean, you got to remember though. McNabb lost to Brad Johnson, Jake Delhomme. McNabb lost to some bums, <laughs> so he's not completely, you know, wet clean of that. Right. That sucks. But in fairness to McNabb, to play devil's advocate, the majority of his weapons were horrible. Wouldn't make other teams. Nay Brown, Billy cut. McMullen, yeah. James Thrash, Antonio Freeman, Ricky Prohl. <laughs> they were buns. Prohl. Yeah. So it's like, you know, in fairness. And look what happened when they did get just a little bit of talent in 2004. Went right there. But the problem was it's him and Owen's ego right. coexist. Yes. Who is that? Who is that wide receiver of the Eagles? Downtown Reggie Brown. Downtown oh Reggie my Brown. God. Dude, the most overhyped wide receiver in the Eagles ever. Horrible, dude. He should have never gotten drafted that high anyway. Downtown Reggie Brown. Brown, Yeah. You ever see the hit in him from Georgia? When he no. was dead. Did he get smacked? Oh my God. Yeah, like I did see motionless that. on the field for a while. Yeah. I wouldn't draft that guy now. Jesus. Damaged goods. Yep. All right, guys, moving on. Giants at Eagles. Eagles minus seven and a half. What's the keys for both teams to win the game? 
I'll start this one. I think honestly for both, let me pull up my notes here. I think honestly for both, it's got to be the running game because the Giants, what they do well is run the ball. Get Daniel Jones out of the pocket, have him do bootlegs. Saquon Barkley's their star. He's really their only real weapon, I feel like, in my opinion. And the Eagles, like this season, if they had a weakness, it would be the run, stopping the run. So the Giants have to establish that. And then in my opinion, it's the same thing for the Eagles. The Giants have the 27th ranked rushing defense in yards. You got Jalen Hurts, who's a running machine, Miles Sanders, Scott Gainwell. Figure that out. Build some confidence for Jalen Hurts. You know, they might be a little rusty. They had a week off. They didn't have their best game, you know, in their last game of the season. So run the ball. Control the clock. Whoever I think whoever controls the clock controls this game. I think it's going to be closer than it should be, but I think the Eagles should pull it off. You have them covering the spread? Seven and a half. Yeah, I would take the Giants. I would take the Giants points, but I would take Eagles money line. I'm with them. I got the Giants with the points. I got the Eagles money line. I think the Eagles are a way better team. Yes. I fear that I'm telling you, there's something to be said about that last game. And I know it was meaningless. It was super meaningless. But to lose 22 to 16, I feel like that gives the, the, the locker room confidence. In some weird way, it will. And it, and it showed in Minnesota when they yeah, put paws be. on them, paws and feet on the fucking Vikings. Like I told you, they were going to do. They did not put paws on. Paws they won by feet. a touchdown. They won't buy a touchdown, right? That's putting paws on something. No, you're going to see yeah. paws on on Saturday night. Yeah, because they were an underdog by what? How many? What was the spread of that game? Bro, they should be an That's underdog. a 10-point different differential in, in comparison to, to fucking Vegas. I understand that. So that's a, that's a blowout in my opinion. Fam, they should be, though. Daniel Jones threw 15 touchdowns this year. What does that mean? Daniel Jones, yo. They and the Vikings won 11 fucking games on, with one possession. That's it. That's The ball didn't go their way. They finally met a team that has that dog in them, and they got their ass beat in their house, man. What the fuck is going on now with Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. I hate Daniel Jones. Life. I was never a fan. But, yo, I, got it. I, I told you last podcast. I apologize. Yo, like, I was dead wrong about him. The, the, the man is balling, bro. Like, I was dead wrong. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Bowling yeah, is 15 touchdowns yeah, and 200 yards I'm a game. talking about last game. In the playoffs, when it mattered the most, the man had 300 yards passing, and he had 78 yards rushing. That's, so he, that's pretty fucking good. He balled. He's not balling. He balled. He balled, it was a and singular he was balling game. a little bit in the season. When when the Giants were hot, he was doing all right. I thought they were the biggest facade ever. They are, they, and I, I believe they are. I don't think they're, they're a, a top four team in the NFC. Bro, you got dudes right now I just on TV and all over the globe now talking about Daniel Jones is the fifth yeah. best quarterback. Nobody said that here. In the NFL Nobody now. said that here, bro. My thing is, is we are now taking Daniel Jones, and instead of giving him respect, we are just blowing this way out of context because he won a singular playoff game. Nobody is blown out of context, bro. Bro, like, what are you talking about? Nobody. I'm just saying it's going to be a close game. Because there's something about that last game. Like, it reminds me of the 07 Giants team when they almost beat the Patriots. Totally and bad. they got hot. They had confidence. They went into the playoffs, won four fucking straight, including beating the undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. Because that game gave them confidence. If you watch, like, interviews from that game, like, and for, like you know, from the players, they will say that game changed everything for us because we knew we could hang with the best team in the league. But, Nick, there's All we had to do was just gain our confidence. And that gave them confidence. This is why it scares me. That's exactly why it scares me, bro. 
I think it's a fair assessment. But I don't, though, because comparing the Giants of now to the 2007 Giants is the dumbest comparison you can make. Why? The they were both 9-7. and seven. The team, But the teams aren't similar. Both 9-7. and seven. I understand that, but the teams are not similar. What was the strongest part of the 2007 Giants? Their defensive line. What is one of the weakest parts of the 2022 Giants? The defensive line. They don't have a top 50 edge rusher. Would you Thibodeau's take Eli? pretty good. He is. Would you take Eli Manning or would you take Daniel Jones? You would take Eli Manning. Would you take now Saquon and Tiki? I guess you could probably say Tiki at this juncture, but I don't know. That's probably a thing. The wide receivers again, Richie James, I forget his name again, and Hodgson and Darius Slayton, they are not getting separation off of Bradbury and Slay. Does Kenny Galladay still play? I don't even know what happened. <laughs> well, no, Tiki, Tiki wasn't there. And, and he wasn't 07. Who was it? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, excuse me. Yeah, no, it was, was two, Brandon was Jacobs, Brandon, right? Jacobs, right? Yeah, big, Brandon yeah. Jacobs, and they had like the guy Ward. I don't know. He was balling yeah. too. Derek, Derek Ward was. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget it, bro. Yeah, no, I, I watched just, it. I just aged myself with TV. That hurts <laughs> a little bit. But I'm just saying the the comparison doesn't really hold merit to me. They are two totally different teams. I, I think you're missing the point. My point is, it's the confidence builder of the game that it, it seemed meaningless to both parties, right. but for the Giants. It could have gave them confidence. It could have. I mean, if you, it should, you won. You, you, won you lost game. by six with your backups on the road. Right. Like, that has to feel some type of good, bro. You know what else is the problem to me, too, Spanish? I'll, I'll, I'll let you go in a minute. Oh, no, you already won. I'm sorry. Yeah. My thing is with the Eagles. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts have come, have become the forgotten team and the forgotten MVP because they were 14-1 and one with Hurts or 13-1. and one. They got her. His last game that he played well was against the Giants because against the Bears, he got hurt. The, they lose two at Minshew. He comes back. They win 22-16. They go on a bye week, and every, nobody's talking about Jalen Hurts anymore. He's the forgotten guy, and it's almost like the Eagles are underdogs in this game to public knowledge. I think it's mainly because of that injury, though. And you don't, you didn't get to see him down the stretch really until that last game. And that last game, he didn't look sharp. Yep. So in my opinion, coming from a, a Dallas fan that hates both teams, the Eagles 100% are the better team. They have more talent in every facet of the game. They should win this game comfortably. They should cover the spread. But we go back to that. You know, they just gained confidence. They beat the better, you know, the two seed Vikings. They did lose to them twice this year. We we, we all talk I, I, about that is here's the thing. We talk about the three in we, a row. We do have no, a, it's, no. The Eagles have a bye week this week. We do. <laughs> I was just gonna that. say that. I was yeah, just gonna that. We do have a second round bye. <laughs> the only thing, <laughs> the, fuck out the of only here. thing that I that the only thing that I hate about it is the three is the three win thing. However, the Giants are just we are the Eagles are just far superior to the Giants in any metric you want to look I, at. I do agree. With I, agree I think with we have a better head coach. I think we're be we have better talent. We have better wide receivers. We have a better quarterback. We have a better D line. We have a better O line. We have better better jerseys. You got we got better jerseys. <laughs> we're them. I agree, but anything can happen in a football game. All those things that you said the giant the Eagles were better than the Giants at, you would have said the same thing for the 07 Patriots versus the Giants. Anything can happen, bro. That's all I'm saying is that when a team gets hot and they get confidence, they play a different type of style of football. I totally agree with that. that that's, I what I, that's why I'm like, all right, the Eagles are going to win this game. I firmly believe that. But it's going to be much closer than people think. I got them at. I I'll, do believe that. I'll give my prediction before we go on. Go yeah, ahead. We're going to blow them out. Okay. Eagles are probably going to yeah. win somewhere yeah. around 34-17. They will win convincingly. And it'll put all this shit to bed. And if you guys think that I am annoying now, I will be <laughs> in. I will be insufferable on Tuesday when we return. For what? 
because we have a second round bye. Okay. And on Saturday night, vindication. I will say this. If the Eagles find a way to muff this up. Oh, yeah. I have COVID and I will not be. (laughs) If they find a way to muff this up, which, again, I don't think they they will or should, this would be a big time choke job on them. Do you think I agree 100%. Do you think that it would be a waste of a season? Not in terms for the team, in terms of the fan base and the hype and all that they got all season from the national media. Yes. In terms of the team. No, because they're building and they, they put good pieces in place for the future. And we're locked up and you're locked up. Yeah. The only person you really have to pay soon is what hurts hurts. I think hurts is going to be eligible for a contract this year. And that's okay. something with hurts too. I mean, you make an NFC championship game right. better yet a super bowl. Right. And imagine beating Dallas to get through the super bowl, something like that. You know, hurts is gonna have a big payday on his hands. Yeah. Now I wouldn't pay hurts 45, 50 million, but I don't, I don't know what that contract's going to be. Yes, you would. Because if it costs him to leave, you would pay it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying like that. That would be steep, though. Because the top four quarterbacks, the, the top, the highest four paid quarterbacks this year didn't make the playoffs. Demasus, Kyer, Aaron, and Rusty. Yeah, that's true. The, the highest top, the highest four quarterbacks, uh, top paid quarterbacks in the NFL this year didn't make the playoffs. They're they're, they're higher paid than Mahomes? Yeah, because well, Mahomes, Mahomes took said- a 10-year deal. Stretched it out, but it was like five. It was like five hundred million, right? Yep. So he gets like fifty a year. Yeah, but his cap hit, dude, is is so. So you're low. going based off the cap hit. I'm going based yeah. off the annual right bread. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I, I think it might have been actual a- annual value. Okay. It so might maybe maybe that. Mahomes is more frontly loaded. Correct. He makes. Yeah, it, I think he got it, and then if just progressively that makes sense. Goes down Ten year, four hundred and fifty mil for Mahomes. <clears throat> On the flip side, Steel. do you think if the Giants? Uh, absolutely. Do you think if the Giants win, Daniel Jones? They, what are they going to do with him? Because they declined his fifth-year option. You have to give him another year because if they win that, they're going to the NFC Championship. They're going to tag him. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. He's in a very gray area because I I think he's about as vanilla, mid, average, whatever medium word you want to use, yeah. he's that. Like, he's not awful. Like, he's not a joke. He's got a he's got a, a, a warm, uh, warm center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a warm pink center. But he's not great. So, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, his running style was is what scares me though. Dable is treating him like Josh Allen. Now he's yeah. not he's not an he's not, you know, he's not as talented as Josh Allen. Yes. But what he did to Josh Allen, he's doing with Daniel Jones. I mean, he had 17 rushes against the Vikings. That's it is, That's cra- it is crazy. crazy. You realize, yeah, you don't realize the wheels he actually does. It doesn't make any sense because you look at him, he doesn't look athletic. He can move, doesn't look like he's fast. He You're gallops. Like, oh man, I hope this guy runs. He'll get smoked. Yeah. And then he has like a 20 yard run. You're like, what the fuck? Like he had double the carries. As Saquon. Saquon had nine carries. That needs to change this week if they want to win. Yes. Saquon needs I agree. To the play calling needs to be yes. beneficial for the Giants yes. to be successful. But the Eagles are just way too better. They're, they're, they're a better team. I agree. And every, every asset. Yes. Yeah, bro. Like, for me, the Eagles are playing a Division Two squad this week. Yeah. You, I mean, a lot of people were breaking... <laughs> Yeah, the Bucks ball. <laughs> you better be be careful, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I, and, and and that's just a hunch that I have. Is just that last game, bro. Like I've seen it, man. I've seen it. I know you're living. Proof, I've bro. seen it, bro. I've seen it, bro. Like the undefeated Patriots <laughs> losing to that to that year, bro. But that last game meant everything to them, bro. It changed their entire outlook. Well, I mean, the thing is, bro, is it was all backups. It wasn't like Daniel Jones and Barkley went out there and did that. I agree, but if the backups could do that, that resonates throughout the entire team. I get you, the starters, I mean, everything, bro, the coaching you. staff, the the fucking the uh, the lunch ladies, everybody, yeah, bro. Not to go into this because we already did this before, but 
the Eagles were, they didn't drop Hurts and run them. They didn't do QB draws. They were in there to get out of there unscathed and get the one seed. And all it did too was further prove that Gardner Minshew is a backup. Gardner Minshew is not a starter in this league. There is a reason he is a backup. There is a weird feeling though from a non-Eagles fan of the way they ended that season because they dominated all season, right? They yep. are that's why they're being over head and shoulders, the number one team. You know, Hertz was in the, the top three for MVP for the longest time, probably was one for a good portion of the season. Until he got hurt. Until he got hurt. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, there was this weird vibe about the Eagles. Not that they were trashed. Like I'm not saying that they're not capable of doing good but there i felt like there was like for other teams it was like okay we could actually beat this team. you lose a heartbreaker to dallas that you very well could have won, won except Dak with the 30-yard pass to ty hillen you come out against the saints you're terrible mm -hmm. you play against the giants and you're mid kind of threw their like confidence or something off yeah and i was like all right yo we got to get in there we got to get this win because jalen needs the rest of the shoulder right so but yeah now we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun on tuesday i cannot wait like I said, if you guys don't see me on Tuesday, I apologize. <laughs> I'll be on a So you think you think it's gonna be a blowout? Protection. Yeah, because I think we're the better team in every I, facet. I agree, but like he said, the way they they ended the season, like even you said it, they played really vanilla in the last game of the season. But Hurts prior to that didn't play for two weeks. You know what my thing is though. So bro? now it's like, all right, he did that. So he 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 was out for two games, played a vanilla game, took a bye week, and now he's gonna play a Giants team that plays tough right. in the division. That I'm telling you, bro, I'm no, I'm dead I, yeah. serious. Like when I say thing. this, be careful. This bro. is where people. This is where I'm differentiating for people. Like you guys, you guys are going off of that one game. I'm judging the Eagles based off of 14. But that was like seven weeks ago, bro. That's perfect. So let me ask you a question: When the Cowboys lost to the Commanders, did that have any indication on what happened on Monday night? Zero. Dak Prescott looked. That was the worst game, one of the worst games of Dak Prescott's career and the entire Cowboys team. They came out last week and absolutely dominated the Buccaneers. But there's a difference. The cow. So you're saying that the Eagles weren't trying to show anything on tape, right? They were trying to correct be because there enough. was a chance to play them. That's that's fair. But what I'm saying is, prior to that, he didn't play for two games. Yeah. Then you then you throw out a vanilla tape. Uh, a vanilla game on tape. Then you have a bye week, and then now you're playing against a team that just came off a big win on the road. We hung 50 on them the last time we played them. But you didn't do it last time. <laughs> 22, that's an improvement. I'm just saying, bro, I'm just saying, there is like, I, I'm saying the Eagles are going to win. I just don't think that it's going to be a blowout as you think because oh, okay. of those reasons. Like, I think there is some rust factor in there, bro. Like, the fact that the Eagles haven't played that like the number one team in like six, seven weeks, then that that kind of concerns me, bro. Do you it think there's does. a fatigue factor that the Giants played in Philly, then they flew to Minnesota? No. Then they flew home, and now they have to play a third straight road no. game? So no. So playing a road game in Philadelphia doesn't matter? No. That's, that's fucking wild, and you don't even believe that. No, you're talking about fatigue factor in terms of like traveling? Yeah. No, no, because I've seen teams win – they, they went on the road in every single round and won the Super Bowl. No, I know that. That's why there's that, that doesn't I get matter. That, to but me. playing in Philly is different. I, I agree with that. It's going to be a hostile environment. I exactly. totally agree. And I think yeah. it's going to be it's going to be effective for the Giants. However, it's how they start. If the Giants could start off pretty, pretty, pretty decent, build some confidence and saying, yo, we're really here. The crowd's quiet a little bit. It, it could be a different game. I'm just saying if I'm the Eagle, that whoever, could happen. Whichever team wins the coin toss should elect to receive. Yeah. They, and try it, and you jump on them, and you jump on them fast, the especially Eagles. if the Eagles are quote, quote unquote right. slow coming out of the gate. See, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a believer in taking the ball half. 
I like that better. But like he said, if I'm the Eagles, especially with some of the doubt that's creeping in, maybe even in the locker room and the media, you know, with the fan base, whatever, I need to see those first two drives. I need to see points. Yep. I need to see a dominant. I need to see that Seven machine. Two, not I need to see that Seven. machine moving again. I need yeah. to see Hertz looking like he did a couple weeks ago as opposed to these last couple games. Yep. I want to see that. And then if that is what the Eagles come out with, then I think you're going to be right. I think that game might be around. If the Eagles come out and look flat, like a, you know, a week old two liter soda. Yeah. Then I think it's going to be close. Like you said, I, I do. I do think it's going to be close. That's going to be a, Tuesday is going to be fun as hell. Yeah. But I got, I got the Eagles winning. Cool. I appreciate it. All right, guys, moving on. Cowboys at 49ers. 49ers, my, 49ers minus four. How did the boys pull off this upset? Well, I think all the stars are kind of lining up for the Cowboys right now. Hmm. They have – they go in – Tom Brady's owned the Cowboys the last two or three seasons, whatever it was that they played. He's owned the whole Cowboys his whole career, to be honest with you. But they go in, they dominate the GOAT, right? Mm-hmm. Every aspect of the game. Nobody had that either. All the national media had Dak, you know, he's ass, all this stuff. He comes out and has the best game of his career. Now they take all that momentum, you know, say what you will about the Bucs. You know, I don't think they were a good team, but they still were the Bucs. They still were the Super Bowl. I don't think they were a good team either. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I think it's a joke that they got to host a 12 or 13 win team and they were under 500. But that's a different argument. For I agree. Game. Go ahead. You still had to beat, you know what I mean? You still have to, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Yes. They did that. They went in there and they possibly. I say it all the time. Yeah. I know that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> to beat a man, you got to beat the man. They beat the man, bro. Old Ric Flair. So they went in there and they did that. They took care of business. Now that bodes so much confidence for them. Now the Niners, and nobody's talking about this because the Niners somehow captured the hearts of America, like with this Purdy story. Yeah, tired of you know what I mean. And like everybody's just on their dicks like i don't think anybody can dick ride san francisco any more than the national media right now it's unbelievable i agree unless you're talking about josh allen because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's well, on a he's, whole different he's team. untouchable too but everybody's on san francisco san francisco san francisco they're the team nobody wants to play them nobody wants to play them and part of me agrees they're a nasty team they are probably minus the quarterback position the most complete team in the league but that being said they beat the better team last year, the Dallas Cowboys, in the playoffs and upset them on their run, which put them back into their purgatory of hell. And now Dallas has the opportunity to say, all right, this is the story. You know, you guys are all on San Francisco. We don't have a shot. I think I, I read a thing before I got here. Parson said, you know, in our locker room, we kind of like it. Nobody's giving us a chance. You're potting your ass. Everybody, everybody's, on, <laughs> everybody's on San Francisco. Now, you we've talked about this off off you know pod before i i honestly do think it's going to be dallas and philly in the nfc championship game so i i don't know i just i think it's going to be a good game i don't think dallas is going to do what they did to tampa to san francisco but i think dallas's defense is going to you know show some things to purdy that he hasn't seen yet because he you know he's been playing some shitty teams too Seattle wasn't – I mean, everybody was knocking the Bucks. Seattle wasn't really a great team either. Not I for mean, nothing. They're all right. Not for nothing. The only players that get criticized for playing bad teams, Eagles quarterbacks and Dallas quarterbacks. Yeah, it doesn't ever yeah. matter. It doesn't matter yeah. for anybody else as long as they get the and, I, and, you know, you got to give the kid props. He's the last pick of the draft. You know, nobody expected him to do anything. But he's just not fucking – he's kind of doing, in my opinion, what Cooper Rush did for the Cowboys in the beginning Jimmy of the G. season. 
Yeah, he's just not fucking up. Yeah. He's going in there. He's like, okay, I got Kittle. Cool. I got McCaffrey. Feed him. Got Debo. Let's get some mm-hmm. crazy plays for him, and then I'll hit Ayuk when nobody's paying attention to him. They got the they got the weapons, but when you have Parsons in your face, when you have uh, you know um, Lawrence in your face, when you have Diggs shutting down Samuel, how is he going to respond? That's what I want to see for San Francisco. So I think Dallas wins in a relatively close game. Give me the the points and the money line. Love it. Um, I think Dak and them get their revenge as well. I think this perfect storybook ending to this season would be the two teams that played the big one of the biggest rivalries in football. Both played each other and didn't have their quarterbacks. And the rubber match will be in the yeah, story, NFC Championship game. Dallas comes to Philly. It'll be a hostile ass environment. Insane. That would be awesome. It's gonna should, be insane. We should find. We should think about doing a tailgate for that. That would be nuts. But either way, I think that that I think the Cowboys do it. I think it's the same thing. Nobody's giving them a chance. And Dak Prescott's better than Brock Purdy. And I just they won eleven straight games. Yeah, laws of average, laws due, of yeah. average. They are due for a loss. And normally, I don't like when teams blow out other teams the week before. But it's different in the playoffs. When you win like that, and it's convincing, and it's in dominant fashion, that can carry over. The only thing that, <clears throat> the only downside I have to the game, where I'm kind of like, I'm trying to ignore it, the schedule. It is, the, the NFL does need to figure that out. Because <clears throat> the Cowboys are traveling, <clears throat> fuck, Cowboys are traveling all the way across the country mm-hmm. on short rest, and then on a time change, and the yeah. Niners played on saturday right and they're stay and they get to stay home that whole week yeah like so that that's that's, that's little, tough for dallas definitely but. an advantage for san francisco no doubt about yeah, it but i love dallas this weekend they're one of my favorite plays i love them i agree with you both of you i totally agree with both of you hit however, us with that niners pick baby. Oh hit us with it. however ain't no way in hell dallas is going to san francisco and beating the san francisco 49ers bro love it that defense is different okay and the niners by the way they average 146 rushing yards at home dallas averages uh 124 against on the road that spells trouble for dallas and you know the niners they're going to run the football with mccaffrey he's a cheat code they they can throw it to him they can they can run it they have debo who's wide open all the time kyle shanahan is going to scheme it up and i'm not trying to overreact with the Dallas win against the Bucks, because it was impressive, and I'm not going to take away from them. Hats off to them; they just, they definitely were the better team and deserved the win. Um, so it's not there's no hate here, but what I'm saying is, bro, the Niners' defense is fucking good, and you ain't going to see open players like that a blown fourth and four and a touchdown for uh, you know with CD Land. That's not going to happen against the Niners. The Niners are going to make the uh, the Cowboys earn every single fucking yard. So the the way that uh, the way Dallas wins this game is they got to establish the run, do play action, get them on their heels, and throw it to their best player, and that's CD Lamb. They have to get him involved, get him in space, get him acclimated and activated against that fucking defense. Because if they could do that, if they're able to run the football and Dak can kind of scramble and make plays on his feet like he did last week, that's gonna be it's gonna be a close game, and I definitely believe it's gonna be a closer game. But I can't, I can't, I'm not going to overreact to them beating the Bucs. And it was an impressive win, but it was the Bucs. Could there be a worse NFC Championship games than Brock Purdy versus Daniel Jones? Oh my God. Could you imagine? NFL would be pissed. They would not. I'm just thinking about that. The flip side. So you have Eagles 49ers, me and you have Cowboys 49ers. I mean, Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy would be like an all time 
NFC low. The storyline fits your guys' narrative, which scares yeah. me. Yeah. It fits yeah. perfectly. And here's what sucks is, is like, you guys know, I'm a Dak Prescott fan. I really do like Dak Prescott. He me just too. plays, I like for, Dak. He just plays for the, my most hated team. Like, I don't like the Cowboys. I root for Dak because, like, I want to see him do well. Like, next week, I'll, I'll find stats about how trash he is. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, I, I do yeah. like Dak Prescott, and I root for him. And I don't want to see him lose. It's just like, you know, I really do believe the Cowboys are going to win. I'm not even a stats guy, but like when you can run the football like that, bro, like they have been all year against a team who kind of struggles on the road and giving up, you know what I mean? Like that's a mismatch that I feel like they're not going to overthink it. They're going to actually exploit it. So for the, the, the key for Dallas to stay in this game is stopping the run. If they can get to second and eights and then put make, pressure make on Purdy and make them earn it on third down, then it's going to be a different ball game. Like they got to, they got to apply the pressure. If they get into like manageable second downs, like second and four, it's over, bro. Like you're not stopping them because Shanahan could scheme up uh, these guys open because George Kittle, ever since Brock Purdy has uh, stepped in, he's a has been amazing. He's been the, probably he's the safety blanket, right? Exactly right. He's been what a, you would say a top three tight end, and everybody league. cheats he's, up to I get mean, that. Yeah, he would be above him after Kelsey. He but, outperformed Andrews in the in the league. But in the beginning, Kittle wasn't doing wasn't shit, doing anything. Yeah. yeah, right. So, but like the younger quarterbacks, they go to their tight ends because that's the safety blanket. And who who better than Kittle, bro, to be a safety blanket outside of Travis Kelsey? and maybe somebody else you know what i mean but like uh, mark andrews but they had the weapons bro so this game is going to be relatively close because i feel like parsons is going to cause a lot of havoc he's coming yes because yo he's a bad motherfucker bro like I, i'm not even capping bro that is that is that is one of the best defensive players i've ever seen in my life bro seriously he's, i'm he's I definitely got a different motor on him he's so different like we saw ray lewis we saw Brian Dawkins, the impact that they had. Don't forget, Ray Lewis killed someone and got him. And now he's <laughs> born again Christian and he's on everything. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is they have impacts on their defense that made that defense sustainable and very good for a long time. I see that with Parsons and the Cowboys. They're going to throw so, him all over the place. All over. Yeah. I saw I saw a couple, you know, I, I was watching some Bucks in um, Cowboys film and stuff like that. And. They, the way that the Cowboys line up Parsons is so genius, dude. Mm -hmm. They left. They, they, they line him up in the middle. If he lines up in the middle, he's 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 going straight. He's 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 going they straight. They play through. him like you do Madden. Yeah, he is blitzing. I'm dead yeah, serious. You, they do, bro. It's like Madden yeah. when you take your fastest guy linebacker and you just run him all around the yeah, field. He's blitzing. Yeah. If if he's in the middle of the field, he's blitzing. Yeah. He's he's shooting the a gap and he's coming after the middle of the field and and getting your quarterback off the spot which is brilliant by Dallas because when you have a 45-year-old quarterback like the Bucs did, right. you get him off his spot, You that was the result you're going to get. Space, yeah. Right. So that is an advantage for Dallas. But I just – David, San Fran has just been amazing, bro, yeah. and it's hard to pick against them. You have them on the spread too? They had the two they had the two day rest ahead of Dallas, which we talked about this, which is bullshit. Because remember we said it when you, got, when you yeah. and Jay were on. Yeah. And I said – the winner of the Monday night game gets a short week is bullshit. And imagine you got to go across the country. That's what I'm saying. So right. they either way, somebody was getting the shaft, bro. Like whether they liked it or not, which is really unfair. So I hated the scheduling off the rip because of that. Cause now it's an unfair advantage because the Niners played on a Saturday and the, the, the you know, the Cowboys play on a Monday. Then they have a short week and they've got, you know, across the country against a team that is really hard to prepare for. Like they are, bro. Like Shannon Hill, yeah, he's a good offensive coach. Yes. So the key is Dallas has got to hold the Niners to under twenty-three to have a chance to win this game. And I think they could. I, I think they could do that. But I, I I'm going to take 
the Niners based on the pure fact of the rest and the experience of the entire team outside of the quarterback. Right. But the quarterback, he doesn't have to do much. He just does very little, but it's successful because Shanahan is scheming guys open and it's just working, bro. He doesn't have to do crazy shit like, you know, do, you know, roll out of the pocket and throw it for 60 yards for a touchdown. He doesn't have to do that, bro. Yeah. He can sit in the pocket, throw a quick slant, and he gets like 15 yards off the rip. Like we've seen that with a million times with Ayuk ever since he stepped in. Like that, you can't give away free first down. So that's would I, that's would I be shocked if San Francisco beats Dallas? Absolutely not. No, San Francisco and Dallas are pretty evenly matched, realistically. Like, you know, San Francisco hasn't really seen a team like Dallas talent wise probably in a while. You know, I don't know. I, what last, I don't know first. what their last big vice versa, though, Span. True. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if Dallas beats San Fran either. Right. I'm right. not. Right. Because I, think I don't Dallas, think it's that crazy. No, right. because I always said it on this podcast that Dallas is the second best team in the NFC. I agree. I just think the spot they're in is a little unfair for them Stop. in terms the of the schedule. This what? year, you got to give them a little. What's that? I said, did, did, did he think the Eagles are better? Yeah, the Eagles the are better. The Eagles have a better offensive line. They have probably the last good team. Coaching. The last good team the 49ers played was on November 13th against the Chargers. They won. I think that might have started their winning streak. But what does that matter? I'm just saying they, the Niners, for as, for as good as they are and as, for as impressive as their stats and all the talent they have, they, played they haven't been challenged that often. And now you have a Dallas team who has all the confidence in the world after that win. Because, again, even though the Bucks aren't the Bucks that they were a couple of years ago, they still I got have it. Chris Godwin. They still have I Mike got Evans. You know what I mean? The talent's still there. Tom Brady, yeah. right. And you dominated that game. So their confidence level is on another level. Then you take in last year. That I don't know if you remember that game, but that was kind of where Debo and Elijah Mitchell kind of got put on the map because mm -hmm. they were they were kind of tearing up the Cowboys. Yeah. So now you have that aspect of it where you're like, okay, you fucked up our season. Like you know, Dallas squanders a lot of their good seasons. They just do. It just is what they are. The last you know since the 2000s. Now it's like, okay, well, let's fuck your guys' season up. Like you guys are having this you know Purdy story and all this stuff. We need to have the chip on our shoulder and go in there and show you guys what we can do. And then if Dallas beats San Francisco, you know, I assume it's going to be Philly, like I said. But, you know, Philly or New York, they're going to kind of look at that and be like, all right, these guys aren't the Cowboys of old from the, you know, the old yesteryear choke artists. Do you think McCarthy's job's on the line? No, I don't think so now. Neither do I. I think his job got saved when yes. he beat the Bucs. Yes. I think in the for, beginning of the season, yes. Yeah. I would say. For all the shit we talk about, Mark Mike McCarthy, what most of the general public does, he coached his he's ass not off as bad. this year. He's not dude. as bad as we I mean, to be. He coached his ass off this year. You had your backup come in. People were predicting, lost like Amari myself, Cooper. I didn't think that you lost Amari Cooper. I didn't think the Dallas Cowboys, I thought they would struggle to win eight, nine games because you're losing offensive people, linemen, wide receivers. Yeah. And then, and I said, I said it. This year was what you paid Dak all that money for, and right. he rose to the occasion. And if, Dak, yeah, if Dak can play like he played last week, they could actually win the Super Bowl. A hundred percent. But he has to do that. But that's he the has thing. To show it. That's the can big he, if. Right. Yeah. Can like he, he said if exactly. Dak can, can do it. it. Yeah. Like, but he, he showed that he, he can at least do it at least once. So if he could do it once, I, I would assume he could do it again. So hopefully for my sake. Yeah. Here's but, why. Here's why I go against the Niners haven't really played anybody is because they're – to be a good team, you got to be focused week in and week out. Like they could have easily slipped up against an easy ass opponent, but they didn't. So to me, that makes me think like this team is focused. They're that they almost, good. They almost slipped up to who? Stidham. They okay. almost slipped up to the Raiders. They okay. won it though. They won it. Credit to them. Their they won defense it, but... really 
didn't play that well that game. Very gave him up thirty four against the Raiders, which is kind of weird. But ever since that, I mean, you know, outside that game, their Lights defense out. is, is dominant, out. dude. Like their defense can travel; they could do anything. They're they're built for these kind of moments, bro. So that that's where I'm like, all right, I think the buck stops here for the Cowboys on on uh, on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people. Than, than people think i think dallas is actually going to get off to a hot start but then i think you're going to start to see the niners really turn it up i want to see purdy down by 10 or 14 points yeah that's what i want to see also how how storybook would it be for the cowboys if it's you know that they, they cover that three but money maher writes his wrong and hits a game winner or something like that. Can you imagine that? That's an NFL story. Can, we can talk you about imagine that? Yeah, that's an NFL story. That's a narrative that like a lot the people would root for. Bro. I don't care yeah. what anybody yeah. says, dude. He was period. He's Paul he's Paul Crew from the longest yard. Well I'm he very happy shit. he did that because I had the I had Dallas score under 32 and a half. So it was beautiful for me. Bro. I had, I had <laughs> sure under damn, 45 man. and a half in the game. Oh, and when they got that onside kick, I'm like, this yeah, dude. And then he throws the bomb to Evans and he dropped he it. Dropped I'm like, I'm really going to lose on this. I mean, he missed four extra points. That was the only reason. I was and he was good all season. I think over 90 something percent on extra points and like 90% for field goals. So like, dude, this guy's actually pretty. I had him in fantasy. He was very good. He was like seven to 10 points a week. Easy. Dallas has to get off the field. Yeah. For them to be successful, because if their exactly. defense is out there and they're out the dry, they're not going to survive. Right. They're going to be gassed the entire game, and Shanahan will make them pay for that. I think Shanahan's a good coach. Me too. I know he's choked a little bit here and there with different, yes, different things, but I think all in all, he took his dad's old philosophy with the run, the zone block scheme, and he's always like, who the fuck was Eliza Mitchell? And last year he was a stud. Amazing. And then, you know, then they went this year and they were like, you know what? We can run the ball. So let's go get a guy who could. Jeff Wilson would really run the ball. ball. Yeah. So then they <laughs> went out and got McCaffrey. At first, it was kind of like a head scratcher. I was like, ah. You're like, you have a ball time picks for a fucking injury prone running back? Like, that's insane. And then now when you see the, the evidence of what it could be, you're like, oh, I guess that made sense. Yeah. Well, the chips kind of fell like perfect, right? Because. When Jimmy G went down, then they that's when they got CMC. Well, they got him, they got they got CMC beforehand, but he was starting to warm up with the Niners and their backup came in, and then you saw CMC kind of pick it up. Right. Like he was back to full. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, now they have so it actually worked out yeah. perfectly for them. And then in my opinion, like I said, I think I know it's still a long shot, but I think Brady does find a way to get there somehow. But you can take Trey Lance mm-hmm. and maybe get a pick or two of them McCaffrey's picks that you lost and get them back. Yeah, a team that really is looking. So I'm not, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that Brady's going into San Francisco 49ers. He's it's just East Coast cat. I, it's I noticed patterns. Okay, so pattern recognition for this. So San Francisco's division kind of ass if you really look at it. Arizona's not good. The Rams aren't going to be good for years now because they fucking sold their soul. And Seattle's like mid. Like, okay, they could be good, but they could also be ass. They're all complete. Like when he went to Tampa, they were basically complete. You know what I mean? I mean, he did his recruiting thing by getting, you know, one of the best tight ends ever and the best receiver of the 2010s out of retirement. But that was a different thing. But the vision's going to be weak. He's going to go to a team that he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to throw for 300 yards. He could do the dumps Mm -hmm. to McCaffrey and the handoffs and all that shit. And it just makes sense to me. And again, another storybook ending. I could see Brady going to San Francisco, his hometown, 
dominating all year, pulling a year out of his ass and winning the Super Bowl and then saying, okay, now I'm done. You know what's funny about that? Everybody says that the Bucks were complete. I think Brady completed them. Well, he did. Because yeah. I'll say this. He, because he was the piece that completed yes, them. Yeah. Because what I'm saying is, is that when Brady went to the Bucks, he was like, what? Tampa Bay? Why would he go to the Buccaneers? They stink. They were they were uh, 79 the previous year. But he saw something in that roster. And then he made them draft. Yeah, wide receivers, That's, a good defense. Yeah. They drafted. But they weren't one. on the map. That's what I'm saying is That's James those guys it. weren't on the map. The fact that he saw that. Evans was oh, on the map, and so was Guy. Brady, no, 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 as no, no, much no. as I hate him, he's cerebral. He's, the, he knows. Very, very cerebral, yes. But what I'm saying is nobody expected the Bucks to win oh, the no. Super Bowl. They, Brady, they had talent, Brady yes. probably Did Breeze retire that year, too? Or was that the, the, year, the, the year? The same year they won the Super Bowl. He was retired. Because he because Brady beat uh Breeze in the playoffs in divisional okay. round. Okay. But he yes. probably looked at that and said, Okay, Breeze has what one or two more years left. So then they're gonna probably be buns. The Falcons are always fucking buns anymore. And, and 28 to 3. <laughs> and yeah, and then right, and then the Panthers. So it's like, all right, I can go down to that team and then I'll call up my boy Gronk and let's take a flyer on A B, see what we can do. And then all of a sudden now you're just fucking loaded. And then you're in a bad division on top of that. True. But there was also rumblings that he wanted to go to Miami with Sean Payton. So yeah. he would have been in the tough, you know, tough division with the Patriots right. twice and then the Bills. Right. And then, you know, the Jets are kind of up and coming now. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's he interesting. is very cerebral. And now he, he's it's, smart. It's smart. I, when you're that old, you don't want to get hit as no, much, bro. He's, so. he's not going to go to a team that's rebuilding. He's not going to go to the Texans. Let's just get to the playoffs and let's, right. just, let's ride right. this shit out. You yeah. know what I mean? He like, has to go to a team that's pretty much right there. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys, moving on. Bengals at Bills, minus five and a half. <laughs> uh, does Josh Allen clean up his turnovers? I think he does. I'm I'm actually I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I like his I like the talent that he has. I like the fire. But I agree with you because coming from a Dallas standpoint, we get shit on for everything. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Dak, statistically, if you look up Dak Prescott's career, he is in the top five of interception ratio like and all the all you hear this year is what a turnover machine he is his interception ratio is better than patrick Mahomes. that's crazy touchdown to interception yeah ratio. isn't that insane i didn't even know that until somebody i think matt hasselback said it on one of the shows the other day no dave uh dave hellman okay on speak i fuck okay. with matt okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i like but, dan orlovsky yeah he's wild too the dude who stepped on the line no yeah. I, I like hasselback as a player like, uh, I was, was one good. of them. I, yeah, good. I like him as a quarterback. Yeah, he's all right, bro. He just fucked himself up by that. He was point serviceable, man. He was serviceable, dog. He, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can't yeah. do something, right? Yeah, it does. Who it does. He was receivers, a, too. At that point. It was him, Sean Alexander. And he, and he got robbed in that Super Bowl, too. They actually should have won that game, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but to go back to the Josh Allen stuff, he, he is kind of a weirdly untouchable person right now. I agree. He doesn't get a lot of criticism. He is a little reckless with the ball. But in the same regards, the stuff that he – would get knocked on also helps his style of play and also makes him who he is. And I just think we were, I think, did you guys talk about it on the podcast or did we talk about it? What a perfect timing too. to you pregame, you bring out Hamlin to do the, I said call. that. Yeah. Yeah. Last pod. Yeah. 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 I heard you. I think that. it's going to happen. You bring that out. It's the same fucking game that he went out on. You yeah. Know, it's the Bengals again. So you bring him out, do the coin toss, you know, maybe like shake some hands or whatever, kiss some babies. The place is going to fucking go nuts. Then on top of that, you figure, you know, they got to clean up what they've been doing because they didn't look as impressive as they should have. And I think Cincinnati kind of looked unimpressive 
the last game. I thought they should have mopped the floor with Baltimore. I think Baltimore limped into the playoffs literally and figuratively. Like, you know, they had a backup quarterback. Their team was just whatever. And then they almost fucking lost on that or tied it. Or they got very, yeah. very lucky. Yeah. I think once the Bills won, they they stayed, they overlooked them. Yeah. I really do. I think that they're getting ready for that game already. Yeah. Right. I think they overlooked them. And I like Joe Barrow. I didn't, and I find myself somewhat turning into the old guy that's like, fuck these kids, man. Like yeah. all these quarterbacks aren't as cool as the ones that I grew up with and all these players. <laughs> I believe that. But like, yeah. I still do like a lot of these guys too. Like, I do fuck with Barrow. I think he's good. I like his I like his confidence. I yeah. like his swagger. The whole, yeah, the whole yeah. thing he's got going. Yeah. I like that. He's on fucking Cincinnati and he put them on the map. Facts. They're the Bengals. Like nobody like nobody ever thinks they're gonna be a Super Bowl team, but he went to the Super Bowl last year. So it's like I do like them, but I I just think the Bills are just a little bit better. And I think the stars are kind of lining up for them this year, too. So I'm I'm gonna take the Bills. Uh does Josh Allen clean up his turnovers? No. Because I haven't seen anything that gives me an indication that he could do that. Give me, give me a stat line. He hates Josh Allen. Fumble, he fucking hates him. Oh, Josh Allen. With, anytime he could shit on him, he's going to take the take opportunity. It. Josh Absolutely. Allen, without a doubt, will have a fumble and or interception. Okay. Without a doubt. And you can't do that against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Because he will capitalize yeah. on it. Because Joe Burrow is better. And I, like for me, it's it's just not even a question on that on that aspect. But... With Josh Allen, I can't trust him. I have too much proof. 32 fumbles and interceptions this year. It is a lot. It's reckless. It's and, reckless. And again, to to just play devil's advocate as a Cowboys fan, all you fucking hear about is Dak's interceptions. I Dak's said this. Dak's I said it on Tuesday. If Dak Prescott would have played the game that Josh Allen played, and had won. two interceptions and three fumbles, oh, yeah. and he won, then this, the story would have been about the interceptions and the fumbles, not that he won. Right. But Josh Allen does that, and it's about Josh Allen won and got through the game. And that's what I can't stand about Josh Allen. So would you have the same energy if Josh Allen won the same way Burrow won last week? Yes. Josh what no way bro nick i can explain it to you right now explain what didn't joe burrow do against the ravens he didn't turn the ball over thank you and that's what it's about in the playoffs but he didn't play particularly that well it's okay i think baltimore's defense had their number for a majority of the game they they had their number all year but joe burrow swept them but again you can have a touchdown 200 yards and get through without making that crucial mistake because if joe burrow has a turnover they probably do lose okay that's that's, that's fair i texted you during that and i said the way this game's going and the way they're playing Burrow, it's going to take a turnover to win this game. And then five minutes later, that happened. That was fucking insane, by the way. <laughs> like, I text them that. I'm like, dude, fuck. I'm like, they're not going to win. I'm like, unless they get a like turnover. A, that's like a Brady ball bounce. Yeah. 100%. Like, you know how you know, we, 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 that we, was we joke football, about it? That was the football god saying, we can't have Ravens and the Bills next week. It needs to be Bills, Bengals. And that's that's where I am on that, to be perfectly honest. Um, Greasy hustle. Pal, stop riding Allen's cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's Bill's Mafia. He is. He is, Bill, he is Bill's Mafia. I mean, yeah, yeah. To, uh, to you know, go the other way, Burrow did only have 209 yards and one touchdown. Yep. That really wasn't impressive. No, no, it wasn't impressive at all. But to me, the difference is, is that if you if he had two interceptions and three fumbles in that game, they lose that game. The only reason they didn't lose that game against the Dolphins was because it was Skylar Thompson. And Jalen Waddle decided to drop about 150 yards. I agree. So who you got? I got the Bengals. 
You got the Bengals. The Bengals are winning outright. You are so foolish. The Bengals are going to win. <laughs> I got the Bengals winning. He is, 31-28. Such a gentlemanly because, way to play. You are here's what I think with him. He cracks you the fuck up, bro. This guy right here is a fucking legend. Anybody watching, this guy right here is a fucking legend. The reason why he picked the Bengals is because he doesn't have his goatee. He doesn't really fucking, he's not there yet. You know what I mean? Because here's my thing. He knows damn well the Bills at minus five and a half is a fucking Bills line. He comes to me all the time about that shit. Oh, it's a Bills line. It's it a, is. It's a line. It, come on. It is a Bills so line. So you're going against your, your, your Bible, bro. I have to. You know why? Why? Because at the end of the day, you know why that line's like that? That, that's not a true line. You know what that line is? Explain. That line is the love fest. Oh, my God. That line is the obsession with Josh no. Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That they line should is not... Vegas saying, I'm going to run your fucking pockets, no, family. No, Yeah, hell yeah, they, they are. Me, but They're they not built on love way. fest. Vegas ain't built on love fest, bro. They They're are. built on fucking... They, they, know the how Bills are an overrated yeah. line. They are mean. They're not built on love fest, bro. <laughs> Do you think that's an accurate line? What would you... Okay, if we can... If you were Vegas... Yep. What would you put the line at? That's to me one or two points. Okay, maybe you're basically even, saying it's even. And maybe even a pick them. I mean, wow. again, a pick them on the road. How isn't it? No, bro. I think you you got to have Bengals? at least Bills minus. Three. Yeah. You think the Bengals are that much? I mean, the Bills are that much better than the Bengals. By what metric? What it just I would say it, they just have a better defense. Agreed. Then. Cincinnati. I would just take that Bills alone. Would give, over, that would just give them Cincinnati's. a little bit of an. What speaking of defense is. What's Von Miller's situation? Is he just done? Yeah, he had the tour's ACL. Okay, okay. I thought maybe there was a chance they might get him back or something. I didn't have a tour. So the Bills have the better defense. The Bengals have the better quarterback, the better running back, the better wide receivers. And they're a five-and-a-half-point dog. A, that, better, a better quarterback to, to you? Yeah. that's a no, By any metric that you can look at. Well, I, I, I would take a Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. I think the turnovers kill him. But – if he cleans them up, bro, the guy is getting 352 yards despite yeah. turning the ball over five times. Yeah. That's five less possessions, and he still threw 352 yards. Give me 250 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions over 350 yards with five turnovers. What yeah. would you take? Well, if if my guy won the game, I'll take the stats and the win. I'm just saying, if you looked at no win or loss, if you looked at a guy with 350 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, and you look at a guy with 250 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, who had the better game? Uh, the guy who didn't commit turnovers. Thank you. Because that's that's football. That's playoff football. But that's I agree. I agree with you on that. But what I'm saying is you're you're automatically assuming that Burrow is a slam dunk better quarterback than Josh he Allen. He is. What tell me what without what? I think Josh Allen could do it all, bro. He could throw it, he could throw it really, really well. He's got Burrow, a rocket arm. Burrow's more accurate. Burrow's calmer under pressure. He turns the ball over less. Those are three, like the four most important categories of being a quarterback. The only thing you could say definitively that Joe Burrow, that Josh Allen does better than Joe Burrow is run. And being a quarterback isn't a fucking running back. Well, it's a skill set. He has a bigger arm, too. Who? It's Allen. Allen has a stronger arm. Absolutely yeah. does. But it's it's a skill set in today's NFL. I'm going by today's metrics, bro. Like, the fact that he could run for 60 yards. Where's, and it, where's it gotten him in five years? Well, he went to the championship game. He has. Where'd my guy go? He went to the Super Bowl. Thank you. Yeah, that's okay. That's another metric we got him in. I agree, but you're you're going you're, you're judging the metric off the one no, year. I'm you're going that's all I can go off of. I know. Yeah. You got five years and you haven't gotten as far as my one five year. Five years of pretty good football, bro. And I got one year of and the Bills, football. And not for nothing. The Bills been dog shit for a long time. The fact that when Josh Allen got there, he had the same impact as Burrow, bro. Absolutely. 
100% not. John yeah. Allen was terrible his rookie year. Bro, the Bills were trash for a long time, bro. And the, and the Bengals they were had, No, I, I'm saying Burrow did the same thing as, as Allen in terms of uplifting a team. But Joe Burrow uplifted his team higher in a shorter amount of time. Uh... He did. He did. This is supreme shit. That's true. That's true. For for a Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl appearance, absolutely. But I can't fucking wait for this weekend. Me neither. I cannot wait. I cannot wait till Tuesday. I know damn well Tuesday you ain't showing up, dog, because (laughs) I'm gonna be on your ass, bro. (laughs) We will say. I can't fucking wait. You know what I'm gonna do? Actually, at about at about six thirty seven o'clock on Sunday evening. Oh, I'll take it right oh. now. I'll take it right now. I'll send him my Venmo. Oh, theories. I fuck with you heavy, my boy. Yeah. I don't even know. Who, wait, who is he? Greasy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you $200 you're taking I just sent you my, my phone number. Avoid the six <laughs> instead of the five. Text me right now. And uh, I take cash app, Venmo, or Zelle. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you some dinner. Salad? Yeah, it's 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 cutting season. It's official. It's gonna be fun though because I'm the Allen guy, bro. Yeah. But like, oh I my like, god, Tuesday I will be insufferable. But there's no love fest. The love fest for me is ridiculous. That I had that narrative of a love fest. Right. I I say he he creates a lot of turnovers, but I am banking on the talent long term mm-hmm. because if you take away his wheels, his feet, aka right. He could still sit in the fucking pocket and deliver the football. Joe Burrow is better than the pocket, though. Joe Burrow is better from the pocket. 100%. He is. Pocket presence, maybe? Pocket presence, calmer, better decision maker. I mean, that that goes without saying because Josh Allen's a turnover machine, so the pocket presence would automatically go to Burrow. But my thing is with Josh Allen, if he can do that, he – well, here's the thing. Josh Allen's, like, in a lose-lose because that whole offense is him. He's their best running back. They go away from the run, which also you can't do that. Agree. Have to run the ball. Right. Like Devin Singletary was good this year. James Cook has been coming on a little. Cincinnati's bit. definitely a, a more complete offense. Yeah. Because they, you know, they have Mixon, they have like a little more receiver threat with the three, you know, the three-headed monster as opposed to the two. But I kind of go into the story, you know, we've been doing storylines this whole time. If you're Buff- greasy, I gave you my uh, phone number. You still didn't text me. <laughs> you need me to send you my Venmo too? Well, actually, just send me yours because you lost without a doubt. So this is amazing. I got a second round by Joe Burrow finally supplant, uh, dinner. Josh Allen. I got a Caesar salad on Tuesday, light dressing, no tomatoes, extra grated cheese. And I'm going to make 200. This is amazing. What a week for me. That is, that is wild. What a week for me. But to go You're back to yourself saying, deeper, bro. Cause you know, I, I noticed I didn't say a goddamn word to, to what you just said. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna hold all that in, bro. Cause it's gonna come right after you, bro. We'll see. On Tuesday, you're gonna we'll feel see. the wrath. I can't wait. But if the Bills <laughs> don't do it, text. when are they going? Still you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like my theory with the Cowboys. If they don't do it now, when are they gonna do it? My th- so the Bills have been the Bills. favorite. Yes, yeah. the Bills this year. Like they gotta Does, fucking go, man. Dude, either everything like the Demar Hamlin yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I that to me, they had a great regular the, season. Yeah. What were they? 14 and three. That's a yeah. Does either quarterback's legacy take a hit with a loss? I think Allen's would if they lose. Barrow, no. Barrow just went to the Super Bowl. That's it, what it Dave asked, that right? Lost. Dave asked that question. Dave, who? He said, Is the loser of this game look that different? Oh, that was actually our next question on the yeah. sheet. Do you think the loser? Yeah. Um, I don't think Burrow does. No. I do think Allen does. Burrow went to the Super Bowl. He got through that last game. Like I said, we were just saying about that, that if yeah. he would have lost to the Ravens, I actually think it would have hurt. It would have hurt my case and anyone that's a, Bur- a Burrow believer because you can say they caught luck in a bottle. But for Allen, it's like you said. 
five years in the league. You're three and three as a playoff starter. Been going favorites to, for a while. You've now. been to favorites, overwhelming favorites. You were supposed to be the MVP. The preseason favorites. Right. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, yes. You were supposed to be the MVP. You lost that. So it's like with Allen, it's like put up or shut up now. Like he ha he has to win the Super Bowl in my opinion. It's a statement game. He's yeah. Gotta, like if he loses ball. this, I mean, come on. Yeah. I hate bad. I hate to break it to you. You know how we we just talk about this. That you know the storylines and narratives. You know how much money the NFL would make on the neutral field in Atlanta between the Chiefs and the Bills? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a well, second. Is it a neutral field if it's Chiefs, uh, Bengals, no, or is it in Kansas City? No, it's in Kansas, right? it's in Kansas City. Yeah. That would be the awesome, The neutral too. site is where they're going to make a lot of money, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's like a Super Bowl. It's like AS changed the game at a neutral site. That was that, that ridiculous game that one year, right? I yeah, actually feel like the Bengals. Yeah. I feel like the Bengals and the Bills should have been in a neutral site. The Bengals got boned. They Why do they have to travel? Yeah. Uh, that whole situation, I mean, I know it yeah, never no, happened before. I'm not trying to disrespect. It's hard to, no, 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 it. it's hard to it. criticize, but at the same time, you penalize those teams for that. Yeah, like, like the, the now, they were in Cincinnati, yeah. and now you, it should, if anything, it should have been in Cincinnati. You've replayed that game. Mm -hmm. Like, they why did just play it the next night, in my yeah. opinion? Just stay yeah. there. I get it. You don't want to play that night because yeah. of how severe. But the Bengals, the Bengals got screwed. Yes. They almost got double screwed because they could have had to go to Baltimore. Yeah. So, which, thank God they didn't because yeah. the way that game went. Um. So, who do you have? I do have the Bills. Both ways? I do have the Bills. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Bills. You got the both Bills ways? both ways. Whew. Sorry to hear that, brothers. <laughs> all right, guys. Last game just got of the weekend. Too, bro. That's all. Jaguars at Chiefs. Chiefs minus eight and a half. That's all good. No, that's all. I froze for a minute because Greasy still didn't text me. I don't Paul's, know. Paul's like, man, I get five and a half points and I get the Bengals. No, off it's just money man, line. Man. I'm not taking the five and a half. The love fest, man. Vegas, you're really, you're yeah, really, you're really going to, you know, big up my pockets, Vegas. The love fest it is. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, God. You are wait. crazy, bro. Um, You're so nuts, dog. I believe in what I say. I know. What I'm saying is you said something about Vegas uh, having it wrong. Because of a love fest. It is. It's a Vegas. It's it, it, Vegas no, put that line because not. the Bills are overrated. The Vegas ain't built on no fucking love fest, They're man. They're overrated, bro. The Bills are overrated. The Bills are an overrated team. Okay. They really are. And it, it, it's really the truth. They're an overrated team. Okay. Do you give the chat, the Jags any chance to yeah. win against the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I give them a chance. Any, I told you last time, any type of fucking team that gets in the playoffs, you got a chance, dog. I've seen too much. I, I, enough <laughs> was enough, bro. I've seen the Giants beat the GOAT the tw twice. I, enough is enough with me, bro. I don't put anything past anybody. Hell yeah, they got a chance. Hell yeah, they do. Th that second half performance against the uh, the Chargers, hell yeah, they got a chance. Bro, real shit, I turned that game off and started watching The Sopranos with my girl. I was like, yeah, this <laughs> game's it's, over. It's, I was like, I'm not going to. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. we're getting through it for the first time together, but I'm like, Ah, this game ain't going anywhere. And then I saw the alert. I had the score app or whatever. I saw the alert pop up, and I was like, Jags do the improbable. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and not for insane. nothing, the Jags only lost by 10 in November to the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Andy Reid versus Dougie P. I think yeah. it's going to be very close, bro. I actually do myself. I, I give the Jags a chance to win it. I do too because I feel I'm like shocked. they have no I thought pressure. You both, I thought you both were no. Be here's the cheap. thing: they got no, they got no pressure, bro. No that's pressure. What, that's what makes them dangerous. No pressure. And you know what else is saying? Everybody in the world is going to bet on the, the Chiefs. On the Chiefs, excuse Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Oh, that Vegas line is going to be like eighty percent, seventy-five, eighty percent. They don't work like that. Like one thing that actually makes me feel better about my brashness against the Eagles: that line has not moved off a of seven and a half. That line has stayed put. It has. The yes. only line that has moved crazy. 
is the Bengals and the Bills. Opened at five. Okay. Went down to four, four and a half. Now it's back up to five and a half. See, at least with that game, it's more evenly matched. Everybody that watches football or plays fantasy or whatever would assume the Chiefs are going to beat the Jags. Yes, correct. Just based off of just, you know. And that's the problem. Right, exactly. That is the problem in and of itself. There's not really a storyline to this game. No. Outside well, of, I guess the Dougie. No, there P, is. Yeah, Dougie, Dougie P, Dougie P, Dougie P and Andy yeah. Reid, and can Trevor Lawrence come of age? Because if Trevor Lawrence takes on Patrick Mahomes no. in the divisional round and goes to an AFC Championship, that game, puts him on the map. And in the second year, now you're having a Burrow conversation. No. Oh, yeah. yeah you sure. are. I, well, yeah. I was actually going to say the flip side. Now you're having a is Trevor Lawrence the third best quarterback in the NFL? If Lawrence and Allen win, mm-hmm. I mean Lawrence and Burrow win. Mm-hmm. Got to start having that conversation. Yeah, you do. It's a fair conversation, bro. I wouldn't put him at that high, but again, the love fest. Second year starting, coming off the worst rookie performance we've ever seen. He takes down Patrick Mahomes in his house, something Allen has never done. One thing I will say on the flip side, we need to see Patrick Mahomes play a road playoff game. Yeah, isn't that like his whole thing is he's never been on the road yet? He's never been on the road yet. That is, that is, if he credit to them for always being in the outside the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. If he wins that Super Bowl against Tom Brady, and he has two Super Bowls, he's got a different legacy. He has the best resume through five seasons of any quarterback in the NFL in the history of the NFL. That's cap. Yeah, it's better than Brady's, bro. No, it's not. Three rings is much better. I get that. I get that. No, I'm saying if he won that one. If. Yeah, okay. That's what I said. If he uh, won that Super Bowl against Brady, he has the best start to a because career. Because you're going by, based off stats. Stats, I, and he's got two rings. And shorter. I, I get that. In the, peri- in the shorter, shorter period, period of time. Yeah. I get that, but the game is definitely it different is, but, where it's more tailored for the stat to be put up. Like 5,000 yards well, was unheard of and back then, bro. Do. And yeah, not for like, nothing. It was unheard of. Yeah. But Brady was a game manager. For a while. until Brady was a game manager. Patrick time, Mahomes yeah. has never. Patrick Mahomes, has his rookie season threw for 50 touchdowns. Right. So when Patrick Mahomes came on, he was he was there. It took yeah. now. Look, I mean, look, Brady won three Super Bowls. So game manager or not, he yeah, did whatever, right? And he led three game winning drives. So was he really a game manager, or was he just doing his job? It's the same thing. Doing your job as a game manager. I think Mahomes was uh, like. No, um, that's not true. Who, who? How isn't it? Because Mahomes is doing his job, and he's not a game manager. Because he's lighting up, bro. He has the stats and everything. Yeah, I know, but who's to say that Brady couldn't do the same thing if he if he if he didn't get the uh, get the opportunity to do so? He didn't. He had the opportunity. Well, he was throwing it also nobody too. I, that's that not that's not my problem. No, I know that, but it's a different era. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, I mean, and uh, Patrick Mahomes is throwing the nobody this year. Uh, yeah, true, but he has Travis Kelsey. He does. He does. So, I, but I, you're a Brady guy, so you're never going to succumb to that. No, I, Patrick I, Mahomes in his first five years is better than Tom Brady if he had that second ring. If he had that second ring, more the 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 total body of work, as I mentioned earlier, Mahomes is like what Manning was supposed to be. You know how Manning choked for a long time until he did get that final. I was a Manning over Brady guy. I know yeah. very well. So I try to I try to teach him <laughs> as a young age, bro. And now, <laughs> I'm, now the dogs. tables have turned, and I'm trying to teach Jerry. <laughs> <Get the fuck. laughs> but but Mahomes is doing that. You know what I mean? Mahomes is doing the Manning shit. Like he's putting up the stats, and he won the Super Bowl, and then he went back, and then you know he ran into that that Bucks team or whatever with no offensive line when that year. But yeah, Mahomes is, is hard to, to knock. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like I said, the whole thing of fifth consecutive, if he wins, it's this fifth straight AFC yeah. title game. Like he knows nothing. It's impressive. It's the arrowhead invitational at this point. That's that's, you know, and he's never lost a road game to a divisional <laughs> opponent. Like his stats are just nuts. They should 
for all intents and purposes, win this game, the Chiefs. Yeah. And they should probably do it convincingly. Now, after to switch to pivot to the Jags, after last week's win, where do you put Trevor Lawrence? Like, do you have him? Do you think that he's inching into that top 10? He's still outside of it, but he's putting himself in position to definitely break it, to get into If he wins this game. If he wins, I think you have to have have a a serious conversation. If he wins this game, just think of like the fantasy boards next year. People are going to want him next year. 100%. And they're getting Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird under the radar move that they did. Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Kirk. Kirk. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think about that? About what, Lawrence? Thank you so much for paying attention. Man. I was I paying attention, it. but you didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. If Trevor, so you weren't paying attention. I was paying attention, if, but what if, was the question? If Trevor Lawrence, after last week, where do you rate Trevor Lawrence? Do you think he's inside the top ten or outside of it? Outside. Now, if he were to beat Mahomes, because you can't throw four interceptions against a good team in the first quarter and expect to come back, it ain't gonna happen, bro. I know, I know. You throw four interceptions he, against the Chiefs, you're gonna get your ass blown out. You're walking res- home, bro. How he responded though is pretty impressive. It was impressive, but also the Chargers didn't capitalize on all the. Turnovers. I agree with you too. For the record, so I agree with you. That was their fault. He comes out and throws one interception. And you can credit you can credit the Jags defense for playing a part on that. But Herbert missed a lot of throws in the end zone. That one to Keenan Allen was wide open. You turn three into into seven. You now it's thirty one zero, as opposed to twenty twenty seven to zero. Whereas a score kind of gets you a little bit there because you're only down twenty, and you have a whole other half. But like when you have 31, 31 points, bro, that's a that's that that's that that's mentally blocking, bro. Like, in my opinion, that would have been the dagger, but it didn't happen. So I, I don't, I don't have him in the top 10, bro. You can't throw four interceptions in, in, in a playoff game. Do you have the Chiefs? If Josh there? Allen did that, you'd be ripping them. Absolutely. You can't. Exactly. So you now can. we're going to praise Tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence. If he beats Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, absolutely. He did something Josh Allen hasn't done in five years. He did it in one year and two years, bro. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. That, that argument is so dumb, bro. Why? Because if you watch that divisional game, bro, like like two years ago, was it two years ago or last year? Two years. No, two, was that last year? Last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, the, the seven the, seconds. But the corn. Yeah, come on, bro. What the fuck you want Josh Allen to do, dog? Oh no, 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 no. That was insane. Let's have a real conversation, bro. What did you want the man to do? The man threw a touchdown with fucking fifteen seconds left or twelve seconds left. And they got and and they went down the field in 12 seconds and kicked a game tying field goal. What do you want him to do? Bro? I didn't blame him for last year. Notice I never brought up that game. That's I know, the best game Josh I know, Allen. I know. But we kill Josh Allen about not being successful against Mahomes and not making it to the big game. But like realistically, bro, the last year the Bills were a very good team. Yes. And they lost on some boneheaded shit, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, what did you want him to do? Is that his fault? No, it's not. And I've never blamed him for it. You've never heard me say that. I'm just saying no, you got I, one guy. I do. No, you have blamed him for it because you you blamed him for the the the, the lack of postseason success. Yeah. Because if he beats Mahomes, we're not even having this conversation because that would have been always in your head that Josh Allen beat Patrick Mahomes. He's still not better than Mahomes. In Kansas City. My my issue with Josh Allen lays at the same thing. You have one guy, you people you have people that actually think Josh Allen is better than him or on his level. Than, than Patrick Mahomes. And I don't even think it's close. They've both been in the league for five years. Patrick Mahomes knows nothing but AFC title game, home playoff game, or Super Bowl. Josh Allen knows first round exit, second round exit, no playoffs, and one AFC championship game in which he lost to Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow has been in the league now two years. This is his third year. First year, tours ACL. Second year, comes back, goes to the Super Bowl. This year, now to be determined. That is my only argument about Josh Allen. 
every year you're the MVP favorite, you're the best player in the world, and you can't make a Super Bowl. He's very likable. Bill Burrow, what we're have, like what I'm saying is that game was so fucking ridiculous. It was amazing. Though. We would we would we would be having a different conversation. The Bills can just stop in you know, 12 seconds. You know how we had a different That's conversation? Ridiculous, bro. You like those overtime rules. Guess who doesn't? Because I think Josh Allen should have had a chance to I tie wasn't that talking game. about the overtime rules. I was, I was that that was not what I was I was not talking about the if overtime. If he would have had a chance, no, I'm saying if he would have had a chance to get the ball back, we could be having a different conversation. Because if the Chiefs get three and he goes down and scores a touchdown like he did all day, maybe then you're saying that's the best game Josh Allen has ever played, and you have you at least have an argument that you know Josh Allen can perform at on you know Josh Allen can perform in the moment. Maybe, but we're not I wasn't talking about the overtime. I, that's a different conversation. What I'm talking about is the fuck the fact that his defense gave up a field goal, a game time field goal with 12 seconds left after he just went down and scored a touchdown to put the dagger in the hearts of the Chiefs fans. That's fucking more, dude. That's crazy. That's demoralizing, fam. And and, and if he wins that game, we are having a different conversation and a different perspective on Josh Allen. I understand his turnover battles. I get it. I get that. I understand it. But the love fest did stem from somewhere because it stemmed from him playing in big time games, performing at a high level. I think, and he just got boned in that game, bro. That's all. That boning gave some of that love fest to the national. Me, you know what I mean? I a lot agree. of a lot of people are like, that fucking sucks. Like, yeah. even if you're not a Bills fan, you're like, damn, that guy got fucked. He played his ass off and they still lost. Because damn, man, I wanna... because because of the 12 seconds and yeah. then the overtime on right. top of that, right. that kind of right. made it, you know, yeah. what it was. I get it. Yeah, man, that's awesome, man. I would love to lose a game. And because <laughs> of the way I lost now, the, the, the guy doesn't happen. No, don't get me wrong, it doesn't happen often, but they do do shit like that. Where like I agree. I got you know, like I feel like a lot of people fell in love with Romo after the fucking bobble and then he's sitting there holding this you know people are like damn you dude. feel bad for him. yeah that, that sucks, sucks. yeah like damn and then the same thing with alan like he fucking played he played way better than romo did that game yeah. and you know what i mean and he still came up short so it's like it's tough i get i get both sides you know yeah i get it that was a good episode boys oh wait I loved it oh yeah we didn't do the uh the predictions i'm actually shockingly taking oh. the jags so am i i have the jags on the money line trevor lawrence <laughs> goes to the afc title game yeah there needs to be an upset. There needs to be an upset. And I don't think it's going to be the Giants and the Dallas. It's not a Bengals and Bills. I don't think yeah. that's an upset. Bengals Bills isn't Dallas and San Fran isn't either way. So you guys are going by the theory. There has to be. There has upset. to be an upset. I got, I, got, I got it. 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 But in me picking the Jags would go against everything I just said about the the right. NFL and the neutral site. You're very consistent. I, I will take the Chiefs, but I think the Jags will cover. And I think, and again, if they win. I wouldn't be surprised, bro, because they're one of those teams. Yeah, my Cinderella Cinderella team. team, yeah. Yeah. I hope they actually remember. I, I shouted you out last yeah, spot. I said, yo, Spano's called that. Yo, we yeah, were off the Chargers, yeah. and Spano picked the Jags, so bro. My final four are Eagles, Dallas at Philly, and Jags at Bengals. Okay. I have Dallas at Philly. I have Jags at Bills. I got San Fran, Philly, and then I got the Bills and the Chiefs. We're announcers. Regular shit. I like it. It's good, though. It's At least we're all good different. Yeah, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel, and I'm going to be right. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. That concludes episode 137. Stan, appreciate you. Thank it's you for having me. Yeah, Greasy, you can duck me until <laughs> this Tuesday, and when you tune in, I'm going to send my Venmo every 35 seconds because you won't send me your shit. Hey, Greasy, if he bails, I'll get your bread. All right? I'll get your bailing. What? I'm not bailing.
right. I'm not bailing. I'm just saying. I, if got, you no, bails, I got nothing to worry about. Theories taken away. If I'm potting on Tuesday by myself, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PI, baby. That was nice. That was fun. That was fire. <laughs>